Introduction Great customer service is dying. Is life too busy to teach this skill anymore? If it is, you're going to have a difficult time keeping customers. It doesn't matter if you are in the restaurant business, retail business, salon and spa business, a government contractor, car dealership, or grocery store. The one thing that every business has in common with each other is how each of them approaches customer service. In this book, Barry learns the importance in an easy-to-understand approach of customer service. With that said, let's begin our journey and learn what customer service really means from our heroes in heaven. Dedication This book is dedicated to the seven heroes of customer service who paved the way for us and made us realize how valuable it is to keep your customers happy. Madam C.J. Walker Anita Roddick Henry Ford Sam Walton Fred Rogers Ernest Hemingway Andrew Carnegie Chapter 1 Barry dies and goes to heaven. I want you to understand that your first duty is to humanity. I want others to look at us and see that we care not just about ourselves, but about others. Madam C.J. Walker It was raining heavily, and people holding umbrellas were rushing to get to their destination. Barry pulled up to work in his white pickup truck, but couldn't seem to bring himself to get out. It had been that kind of morning already. Everything felt all right, yet all Barry could hear was the loud lub-dub-lub-dub lub -dub of his fast-beating heart. He was anxious about starting his day. The windshield wipers were on full speed, moving quickly side to side. As Barry looked straight ahead, daydreaming, he sat in his trunk for a few minutes more in complete silence. Palms clammy and forehead sweating, he reflected back on why he was feeling anxious. He had been discouraged lately by the way customers were treating him and others he worked with. The sudden change in their attitude had soured his mood. It seemed like customers were too demanding these days. He was just tired of serving selfish people. The enthusiasm he once had to make customers happy was gone. He really didn't enjoy his job anymore. Suddenly, he felt a sharp pain in his left shoulder and had difficulty in breathing. He was getting more anxious by the minute. Barry realized he was having a panic attack, or a heart attack. He grabbed his chest to relieve the pain, but it just got worse. One minute he is fighting for his life, and the next, he sees a bright light, and then, nothing. He begins floating above and looks down and sees his body resting peacefully, with his head against the car seat's headrest. In that moment, everything changes. This out-of-body experience takes him up in the sky and gives him a bird's-eye view of his business. Then, he looks at the bright light calling him and begins a fast acceleration upwards to the heavens. Feeling like he broke a barrier, Barry finally enters a very bright place that is full of thousands of colors. He had never seen something so beautiful and mesmerizing in his life before. Everywhere there were bright, beautiful flowers the greenest pastures and sparkling water that flowed without a ripple. It all looked so fresh and crisp. He looked down and saw that he was walking on a path paved with gold that was bright and shiny, and at the same time, smooth and soft. He pinched himself to make sure he wasn't dreaming. An ouch later, he was still standing on the gold path. In the distance, 
he saw gold gates as tall as skyscrapers. They too were bright and shiny like everything in this place. They were so clear that he could see every tiny detail on them. Spinning in a circle slowly, he saw blinding beauty everywhere. Am I dead? Barry thought to himself. He suddenly sees an elegant woman approaching him on a white two-seater bicycle. She was dressed in a white flowing gown. Her face was glowing with a huge smile and her hair was styled perfectly, not a stray strand in sight. She stopped in front of Barry and smiled at him. Hello, Barry. I am Madam C.J. Walker. Welcome to this beautiful place. We are just on the outskirts of heaven. Eyes wide, Barry looked at the woman and tried to make sense of what she was saying. Did you just say heaven? Barry asked aghast. Yes, I am here to guide you in helping you understand what's going on and be with you each step of the process, Madam Walker said. What process? Barry asked. He was full of questions, and right now, whatever Madam Walker was saying didn't make any sense to him. Why, the simple strategy, of course. It's important to take somebody by the hand in an unfamiliar territory and help them feel at ease. I was voted as the number one guide by my spirited peers consistently since 1919. It's because I care about you that I sincerely want the best for you. So I'm honored to be here with you and take you on your journey. Have I died? Barry asked again. Yes, you died on earth and your soul now lives here, Madam Walker said. Coming to terms with the reality, Barry looked around and then asked, one of those gates over there. Well, that is heaven. But before you can enter, I have to show you the light, the way to simple living. When Barry nodded, Madam Walker continued, You are going to learn this simple way from people in heaven. These are the people who know a little more about this technique than you mere mortals. Madam Walker laughed to herself. I am your guide and will teach you what you might not have learned down there. She paused for a second and then added, Well, I am one teacher. You are actually going to have several people teach you a few simple principles that would have made your life better and your interaction with others spectacular. With my customers, you mean? Barry asked. Yes, and so many others, Madam Walker said. When we are finished, I'll walk you through the Golden Gates. If you think it's beautiful out here, wait till you see the other side. It's truly heaven. He was dead. The full weight of what was going on hit Barry just then, but oddly, he felt at peace. Curious to know what was behind those gates, Barry decided to go with the flow and see what was waiting out there for him. Well, Barry, are you ready to learn a few simple ways to make yourself better at customer service, which will ultimately make you a happier person? Madam Walker asked. Yes, I am. I feel better than I have in a long time. I am ready, Barry answered enthusiastically. Before we proceed, I would like to tell you something. I never felt pretty. People didn't think I was pretty. I had to learn what you are about to learn when I got here over 100 years ago. But something that I have always known, even on earth, was to treat everyone the way you would want to be treated, always, Madam Walker said. She paused and looked deep in thought. 
After a few seconds, she continued. I had to learn to like myself once I got here. Now I know I'm pretty, smart, and kind. You have to be kind to yourself, too, in order for the simple approach to work. I agree with you, Barry added. Sometimes, people don't think about the consequences when they do or say something that hurts others, Madam Walker said. I am ashamed to say that I never thought about this, Barry said in a small voice. Madam Walker smiled at Barry and said, That's the point of this journey I am taking you on. As we learn, you will see that is a big part of what the simple approach to life and afterlife is all about. I am thankful God chose me to teach this up here. Can I get an amen? Amen, Barry said in a loud voice. Okay, hop on the back. We are riding over to see someone very special. Let the learning begin. They got on the two-seater bike with Madam Walker on the front and Barry on the back. And we are off. Wee! Madam Walker said gleefully. Luke 6.31 And as you wish that others would do to you, do so to them. Chapter 2 Essence Simple by Anita Roddick The end result of kindness is that it draws people to you. Anita Roddick As they biked down the road, Barry took it all in. He was still trying to grasp his new reality. Wow, this is beautiful, Barry whispered reverently. Wind blowing through their hair, the crisp air sending a breeze of excitement, and the soft fragrance of nature surrounded them. Barry felt like he was in seventh heaven. This was his state of intense happiness, because he was getting the answers to the questions he had died thinking about. Barry raised his face upwards and took a deep breath. This was possibly the best day of his life. When he brought his gaze forward, he saw that they were approaching a lady. Barry squinted a little to see what she was doing. After a few seconds as they cycled closer, he realized that she was gardening. She had a huge smile on her face as she saw them coming. When she was fully in sight, Barry realized that the lady they were fast approaching was Anita Roddick. She was the founder of the body shop. She seemed to be planting flowers that, no doubt, would go into her natural hair care products. As they got off the bicycle, Anita looked up and greeted them with an open smile. Hello, Madam Walker. How are you? I'm doing just dandy. I brought a friend of mine with me to meet you. He's the new kid on the block. Barry, Madam Walker answered. Nice to meet you, Barry, said Anita with a smile. She had one of those infectious smiles that could light up the room. Barry understood now why she was one of the people he was meeting. She was easy on the eyes and had a warm voice. It put him right at ease. After dusting her hands, she stood up from the ground and gave Barry her full attention. Let me guess. Madam Walker is helping you to understand how to be simple. Am I right? Anita asked. Yes, that's exactly what she's doing, Barry said. Giving a light nod to Barry, Anita said, Well, Barry, the first principle to learn on your journey with Madam Walker is the S in simple. Do you know what the S stands for? No, I don't, but I would like to, said Barry. Well, it's simple. It stands for smile. Can you believe how simple that is? Anita laughed at Barry's astonished expression and said, Everyone before you had the same look when I told them about this. It's a bit harder than it seems. Hmm. How can I explain this? Anita mused to herself. Okay. 
Let's assume that you were having a difficult day with a few customers who were quite rude. As if this wasn't enough, you are also having computer problems or possibly a coworker is behaving badly. All of those things can make your day unpleasant. It would cause you to lose your smile, am I right? Oh, absolutely, said Barry. And that's where you need to maintain it, Anita said. Maintain what? Barry asked. Your smile. You can't lose it. It's the first thing that customers see and it makes them feel welcomed. When you do lose your smile, you won't be able to give others that personal, positive interaction that they desire. It suddenly dawned on Barry what he had been doing wrong all these years. He had lost his smile. Anita smiled knowingly at Barry and said, So now you understand. You see, your demeanor is what changes everything. Your customers will immediately catch on to your crabby nature. And when that happens, you're not living up to your expectations. My expectations? Barry asked, confused. Remember, Barry, it's you who's the face of your business. If you were letting them down, you were letting yourself down, and you were letting down your entire organization, Anita said. Barry nodded and waited for Anita to continue. Yes, sometimes we just have to fake it till we make it, and that includes smiling. This approach allows you to create a kindness that reaches far beyond what you could even possibly imagine. It may even have a positive impact on someone a thousand miles away. So, create a friendly face with a big smile. You will see it will draw people in, and they will want to come back just for your smile because it makes them happy. Well, this isn't as hard as I thought it would be, said Barry. I told you it was simple, Anita slightly cocked her head to the right and then asked, Do you think it's too simple? It does sound a little too simple. I was expecting something, I don't know, more inspiring, Barry said. You see, Barry, that's just it, said Madam Walker. What Anita is telling you is that approaching customer service is simple. A smile given to others can be life-changing for them. So you could say a smile is inspiring. Exactly. Well put, Madam Walker, said Anita. Barry thought back to all the times when he had just handed his customers a product and left without saying a word. Perhaps, if he had made some effort in engaging them in a light conversation, with a smile, then things might have turned out different. It took him dying to finally understand his mistake. So, Barry, your journey starts with a smile. I remember when Madam Walker took me on my journey when I got here. I thought the same thing as you were thinking now, said Anita. Surprised. Barry looked at Anita and asked, You? But you are a successful businesswoman. You built an empire that became so powerful and popular. Yes, but I could have won the hearts of many more of my customers if I had taken the time to meet and greet them with a smile, said Anita. Barry understood what Anita was trying to say and nodded in acknowledgement. I think you will be completely blown away after you finish your journey on keeping it simple. I know I was, said Anita. Well, Anita, happy gardening. I can't wait to see it grow with all those beautiful flowers you are planting. As you know, we have several more steps. We have to go now, said Madam Walker. Enjoy your journey, and I'll see you on the other side, Barry, said Anita. As they walked back to their bicycle, Madam Walker said, You see, Barry, a smile is a wonderful thing to give others to have a positive impact on their day. I've never really thought about a smile being so impactful before. You're right. Your smile and Anita's smile really made me feel welcomed. It was rather nice, Barry said. Great to hear those words from you, Barry, replied Madam Walker in return. Now, 
Let's get back on the bike and continue our journey. Next up, the letter I in simple, said Madam Walker enthusiastically. They both got on the bike again to attend their next meet and greet. Here we go, Barry, to the letter I. Whee! Proverbs 15.13 A glad heart makes a cheerful face, but by sorrow of heart the spirit is crushed. Chapter 3 I and Simple by Henry Ford The only real security that a man can have in this world is a reserve of knowledge, experience, and ability. Henry Ford They had been biking for a short while when Madam Walker said, Look ahead, Barry. Do you know what that is? Is it a buggy of some sort, Barry asked? Hmm, well, I guess you could call it that, but it's a quadricycle. What is a quadricycle, Barry asked? Well, a quadricycle is part bicycle and part buggy. Think of it as a Victorian-era ride, Madam Walker explained. Oh, Barry said in understanding. Do you see that man dilly-dallying around it, Madam Walker asked? Yes, Barry voiced from behind her. Well, he invented it. It was his very first car he ever built. He called it the quadricycle. You know who that man is, Madam Walker asked. Is it Henry Ford, Barry asked excitedly. He couldn't believe his eyes. He was about to meet the founder of the Ford Motor Company. First, Anita Roddick, and now this legend? He was meeting the business industry's creme de la creme. His happiness knew no bounds, and he felt like bouncing on the bike's seat with joy. Yes, yes it is, Madam Walker said, interrupting Barry's thoughts. I get to meet Henry Ford, Barry said once again excitingly. Yes, he is our eye and simple. He is one of our brightest shining stars up here. Madam Walker said proudly. They got off the bike and approached Henry. Hello, Henry. How are you on this fine, fine day? Madam Walker looked down at him and asked with a smile. I'm enjoying it immensely, Henry said, getting up. He pulled a rag from his pocket and wiped his hands. Madam Walker gestured towards Barry and introduced him to Henry. This is Barry. He's excited to meet you and more than eager to learn the lesson you have for him today. Hello, Barry, said Henry. Madam Walker gave Henry a subtle nod. Clasping his hands, he said, Well then, are you ready to learn the I and simple, Barry? I sure am. I've been wondering what it is. I just have no clue, Barry said. Well, I won't keep you guessing any longer. I stands for information. You need to understand everything you can about your daily work. The more you know, the happier you will be, the happier the customer will be, and the more rewards you will get. I don't understand, Barry said with confusion. It means that you should know everything from products to service to the entire operation. Well, at least as much as you can. You need to have certain goals for every day in order to accomplish a good day's work. The more goals you achieve, the more you will learn, Henry explained. So, you are saying that if I have a goal in mind for every task I carry out, I will be rewarded more? Barry asked. Yes. Information is the key to solving any problem. It's all there in your head. You just have to tap into the reservoir. Nobody can take what you have learned away from you. It's the best commodity you can own, said Henry. When Barry nodded in understanding, Henry continued, But remember, it's up to you to own it. So the more you learn, the more knowledge you will have and you will be able to make wise decisions with the information you have. This is quite insightful. I never thought that information could help me in such a manner, Barry said. Now for the daily goals. They should be simple to the point, and written in a checkoff format. 
This way, when you accomplish a task and get closer to your goal, you can check it off the list. There's a certain satisfaction in this, said Henry. I can't believe that I never thought to use this goal-setting strategy before. It would have made things so much easier for me, Barry said with a little disappointment in his voice. It's all right, Barry. Many people feel the same way. You're not alone in the boat, Henry said consolingly. Can you tell me a little more, Barry asked. Of course, that's what I'm here for. Let me explain to you the role of information in simpler terms. If you are in hair care, understand every product that you offer. Is it for hydration, styling, or volumizing? Know what a razor cut is so you will have information to answer the customer's questions. Customers expect you to know the answers. If you can't explain your business, customers will not be happy. Do you get me? Henry asked. Yes, Barry said. Now, take a hardware store, for example. You need to know the nuts and bolts of the operation, and I mean literally. Where are they located? The sizes? Why is one better than the other depending on the project? So on and so forth. Lastly, if it's a bakery, know about the types of dough, flavors. How are cakes and sweets made? Find out about the nut-free, dairy-free, and gluten-free options. It's a never-ending list, said Henry. So, I need to dive in deep, Barry said in understanding. Yes, Understand the entire operation. Make it your mission, even if it's not in your daily responsibilities to do so. Remember, you are advancing yourself with knowledge that makes you invaluable to the organization, but more importantly, to yourself, said Henry. It makes sense. I can picture my past mistakes now and how I could have tackled them if I had the right information, Barry said. And that's why I for information is a critical part of the simple approach. So get out there and soak in as much information as you can, Henry finished. Thank you, Henry, for the amazing lesson, Barry said. I've never really looked at customer service that way. I guess as I was working, I was just trying to get through the day, not really learning new things. I've wasted a lot of time by not setting goals and seeking more knowledge. It's a wonder how I managed to make it so far with my business. That's the way a lot of people are, Barry. It's been going on since the beginning of time, Henry said. They both were on the same page, and for Barry, it felt like he had unlocked another achievement of customer service. Well, Barry, so now you know that I is for information. That's powerful, isn't it? Adam Walker said. Yes, very powerful indeed, Barry said. That's it for now, Henry. Thank you so much for taking out time from your busy schedule and helping Barry learn something new about customer service. We have to continue on to learn another simple principle, Madam Walker said. Will I see you later at our potluck supper? Madam Walker asked Henry. I wouldn't miss your fried green tomatoes for anything in the world. I'll be there, said Henry. Madam Walker laughed and started walking towards the bike. Okay, Barry, it's time to go meet our next mentor to learn about the M in simple. Are you ready? Madam Walker asked. I'm ready, Barry said with great excitement. They got on the tandem bicycle. Now Barry and Madam Walker together said, Wee! And they were off again. Proverbs 18.15 An intelligent heart acquires knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. Chapter 4 M in Simple by Sam Walton Make promises you can keep. Exceed your customers' expectations. If you do, they'll come back over and over. Give them what they want, and a little more. Sam Walton 
As they are riding down the road, Barry sees beautiful mountains, wildflowers, and lush tall grass in the distance. As they came closer to their destination, Barry spotted a red and white truck ahead. Madam Walker turned her head back and said to Barry, Do you see that truck up there? Yes, answered Barry. That's our next stop. I have a lot of respect for this next person. He is so humble and is wise beyond his years. That's saying a lot up here, Barry, said Madam Walker. Barry was excited to meet the next person because if Madam Walker liked this person, he knew that he was about to learn another important and exciting lesson. As they approached, the gentleman took off his cap and greeted them with a great big smile. He was leaning back on his truck. Barry and Madam Walker got off their bike. It was becoming sort of a ritual now. They would ride to their destination, get off the bike, and meet an amazing person who always greeted them with a smile. Hello, Sam. It's so nice to meet you, Madam Walker said and then gestured towards Barry. This is Barry. He's here for the lesson. Ah, Sam nodded in understanding. He shook hands with Barry and said, Hi, Barry. His smile was infectious and got Barry smiling too. Sam looked up at the sky and said, Isn't it just beautiful out here? I come to this spot every day to take in the beauty of it all. Look at that lake, crystal clear. It's spectacular, isn't it? I think God over-delivered on his promises to us with this scenery. Well, that brings up an interesting point, Sam, Madam Walker said. Do you want to tell Barry what M stands for in simple? I would be delighted to. Barry, the M in simple stands for make promises you can keep, said Sam. Before Barry could say anything, Sam continued. I know what you were thinking, that this advice has been around forever, but I want you to think about it differently. First, just wow, I can't believe I get to meet you. I worked for your company years ago. You've always been one of my favorite business leaders, and I love your Ford F-150 truck, Barry said. Thank you, Barry, Sam said with a knowing smile. Barry felt a little giddy because he couldn't believe he was meeting one of his idols. All right, how do promises fit into the simple strategy that I'm learning, Barry asked. I want you to think about it from your perspective. In other words, think before you speak and then speak the absolute truth about outcomes. Finally, Make sure you keep your promise, said Sam. I don't get it. What has keeping a promise got to do with customer service? Barry asked, confused. It's about earning the trust and loyalty of your customers, and isn't that a mark of quality customer service? Your promise belongs to you, and only you. Customers will blame you first, not the business. Let's assume that you offered them a hair care product with a promise like it will reduce their hair fallout by 90%. However, your product fails to stand on the promise. Who do you think they will blame? The product or you, Sam asked. Me, Barry answered immediately. Yes, it's because it was you who made the promise. It's up to you to keep a good name for yourself. It doesn't matter where you work. This philosophy can follow you with everything you do in your life. So always make promises you can keep. If you schedule an appointment with someone, keep it. If you say you have a certain tire in stock, it better be there for them. If you promise something at a certain price, it better be that price. Do you understand, Barry? Sam asked. Yes, I get it. Sometimes it's not easy, though, said Barry. Oh, yes, it is, said Sam. If you make a promise, you keep it. Or don't promise it. It is that simple. Most companies make a lot of promises, but never deliver on them. Don't be one of them, Barry. Sam added the last bit vehemently. I think most people assume that a promise comes from the business. That isn't the whole truth. 
Yes, a business is blamed for breaking a promise, but if you speak the promise, it's your promise. You need to own up to it when things don't go the way you expected. It's important to make sure you grow your reputation in a positive way. It will go a long way, Sam explained. I've known good car salespeople that have left one dealership and gone to another one. The really good ones, the ones who keep their promises, have a loyal following. That's why it's key that any promise you make, you should keep it. It's your reputation at stake, Barry, Sam said. Wow, what you said truly opened my eyes. I'm glad I met you, Barry said. I'm glad I met you too, Barry. I love to teach about keeping promises, said Sam. I guess I've never thought about a promise in that way before, Barry said. You see, Barry, all of this that you are learning today, you will live by in heaven too. You have to learn these concepts before you enter heaven. You can apply these to your daily life. Live them at work, at home, or wherever you are, said Sam. That's why we are showing you these principles, Madam Walker added. Sam, thanks again for another enlightening lesson for our faithful learner, said Madam Walker. Thank you very much, said Barry. Okay, Barry, so now we know what the M in simple is for. Are you ready to go learn the P in simple, Madam Walker asked. I sure am, said Barry with excitement. As they made their way to the bike, Sam gave Barry a parting advice. Remember, Barry, your word is your reputation, Sam said. Barry looked back at Sam and gave him a thumbs up. Okay, here we go. Whee! said Madam Walker, and they were off to meet their next hero. Psalm 89.34 I will not violate my covenant or alter the word that went forth from my lips. Chapter 5, P in Simple by Fred Rogers. If you could only sense how important you are to the lives of those you meet, how important you can be to the people you may never even dream of, there is something of yourself that you leave at every meeting with another person. Fred Rogers. They were riding through a different area of the land when Barry asked Madam Walker from the back of the bike, There are neighborhoods in heaven? That's just the way you were seeing it, Barry, said Madam Walker. She then added, we are going to see a man who is very loving and understanding. He's the true testament to the simple principles. Every time Madam Walker would tell Barry about the attributes of the person they were meeting, she never revealed anything and Barry would wait with bated breath to find out who it was. They got off the bicycle and went to the door. Before they could even reach the front porch, the door opened and out walked a man with a smile out to greet them. Hello, Madam Walker. It's nice to see you again. The man turned to Barry and said, And you brought a friend. You know how I love friends. This is Barry, said Madam Walker. Nice to meet you, Barry. I'm Fred Rogers. Please come in and make yourself comfortable. They entered the house and entered a large foyer that was beyond beautiful. It seemed like thousands of lights sparkled from the ceiling and Barry couldn't figure out how it was possible. It felt like he was standing on the set of a movie or a TV show. Noting Barry's astonishment, Fred said, It's beautiful, isn't it? Yes, I don't think I have ever seen such a sight, said Barry. I used to be an actor amongst several other roles. I'm not a big fan of luxury, but this is one thing that I had dearly wished for when I came to this place. I was awestruck when I saw it, too. It was like someone pulled out my dream from my subconscious, said Fred. Fred led them from the foyer into a sitting room. 
It was furnished with four high-back cushion chairs and a round coffee table in the middle. The walls had dozens of pictures of Fred, some with a woman and some with groups of people. As Barry and Madam Walker took their seats, Fred asked, Would you like a special blend of my cherry limeade? It's very tasty. Sure, Madam Walker answered for both of them. After a few minutes, Fred came back into the room and offered them a glass from a tray. Here you go. This is tasty as usual, Fred, said Madam Walker. Yes, very, very good, said Barry, taking a sip from the glass. Well, Fred, you know why we are here. To learn about the pea and simple. So, will you oblige us with your knowledge, said Madam Walker. All right, where do I start, Fred said out loud. After a few seconds, he snapped his fingers and said, Oh, I know. People first. It's that easy. Think of people in everything you do. When you treat others with kindness and respect, you are treating not only them that way, but their circles of friends and family, and the family and friends' circles of friends, and so on and so on. It's a bit confusing, but think of it as a never-ending line of people. We call that the ripple effect. When you greet someone warmly, especially with a smile, you are creating a comfort zone. Before you speak, before you make an action, think about the other person first. This is building relationships in a positive way that will impact your own life and all aspects of your life, said Fred. Ah, oh, I get it. It's always about the people, said Barry. Yes, of course, there will be days that can be frustrating. Customers can be very frustrating and annoying. However, when you look at it from their point of view, you can handle it with kindness, and in the end, you have accomplished the people-first philosophy, said Fred. And that is, Barry asked. Customers can be petty. They can say mean things and do inappropriate things. Customers are challenging, which is why you need to handle them with care. Because when you do, you will find that those challenging clients will soften over time. They will either just disappear and not come back or become some of your best customers. Sometimes you just have to take a deep breath and remember people first, Fred finished. That is so hard, said Barry. He tried to recall some of the bad days he had had at work and couldn't help but think how true Fred was. I deal with difficult people every day. I just get so sick of it, and by the end of the day, I'm completely burned out. I've really gotten to where I hate people. I know it's a strong word, but that's how I feel, said Barry. Fred smiled at Barry and asked, How's that cherry limeade? It's really good, said Barry. Let me get you a refill, said Fred. Fred got up and refilled Barry's glass from the pitcher. Here you go. Barry found it a little off that Fred hadn't answered him and was asking whether he liked the drink or not. His thoughts were interrupted when Fred said, This is the reason why we say people first. You are going through this training to learn the intricacies involved with it. At Barry's quizzical look, Fred added, You have to stop and realize, Hey, what can I do more to make for a better customer experience or any relationship for that matter? When you are able to live the simple way, you will begin to see how your life is lifted up and that your customers or the people in your life don't annoy you as much now. I'm telling you, Barry, it's magical, said Fred. So, remember, people first, said Fred. Isn't he just delightful and insightful, Barry, Madam Walker said. Yes, I can't believe how much I'm learning. I can't wait to see who I get to meet next and what they are going to teach me, said Barry. Well, Fred, Thank you for the wonderful fellowship as usual, and thank you for that delicious cherry limeade, said Madam Walker. As they walked out the door, Barry shook Fred's hand and said, This was a great experience, Fred. Thank you.
Nice to meet you, Barry, and I'll see you, madam, tonight at the potluck. I'm bringing my famous cherry limeade there, too, said Fred. Okay, bye-bye, Fred. Barry and Madam Walker got on the bicycle and set out once again to learn about the letter L in simple. Okay, Barry, here we go. Whee, said Madam Walker. Proverbs 16.24 Gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul, and health to the body. Chapter 6 L and Simple by Ernest Hemingway When people talk, listen completely. Most people never listen. Ernest Hemingway As they were riding, Madam Walker said, Barry, we could just take a shortcut to get to our destination quicker. But I want to ride around this lake. Just look at it. So blue, so calm and so clear. Isn't it something? Yes, it's the true definition of heaven, said Barry. As they continued down the long path, Madam Walker said, Let's get off here for just a minute. I want to show you something. She leaned the bicycle up against a very tall, lush green oak tree and walked a little further into the green field. Do you hear that, Barry? Madam Walker asked. No, I don't. Hear what? Barry said. Just listen for a minute. Tell me what you hear. We just have to be very still for a moment and then you will hear it. Up in the tree. There are caterpillars that are working hard to become beautiful butterflies. Can you hear them pushing out of their cocoons to begin their new life? Madam Walker asked. Yes, said Barry. I hear them. Butterflies are my favorite, said Madam Walker. After a few minutes of standing out in the open and soaking in the beauty, Madam Walker said, Okay, let's continue our ride. We're almost there. As they got on the bike, Madam Walker said, I love being able to hear what's going on around me. Me too, said Barry. Look up ahead, Barry. You see that man in the hat sitting on the grass at the edge of the lake? Madam Walker asked. Yes, I see him. Who is that? Barry said. You're about to find out. He is rather quiet, but a genius in so many ways, said Madam Walker. Barry noticed that Madam Walker was getting good at this bike thing, and she was enjoying it too. She started getting off onto one pedal while the bike is still going. When they got closer to the man, Madam Walker waved to him and said in a cheerful voice, Hello, Ernest. Hearing the name Ernest, Barry could not believe his eyes. He was meeting THE Ernest Hemingway. Hello, Madam Walker, said Ernest. Madam Walker and Barry got off the bike and walked towards Ernest. Madam Walker and Ernest gave each other a great big hug. She gestured towards Barry and said, Well, this is Barry, my dear Ernest, as you know. He is ready to learn what the L in simple is for. Before Ernest could say anything, Barry said, Wow, I've met all these famous people today. I am blown away and in shock with every person I've talked to. I never dreamed that I would be meeting Ernest Hemingway to learn something from him, too. Ernest laughed at Barry's enthusiasm and said, Hi, Barry. We are all just like you, just better known, I guess. My explanation of the letter L is simple, all right. It's to listen. That's it. Sounds easy enough, but it's not. How come, Barry asked. You see, back when I was alive, the word listen had no value. And especially today, people do not hear what anybody is saying. Surrounded with the noise of phones and gadgets, they have forgotten how insightful it can be to hear someone talk. Let me ask you this. Did Madam Walker take you by the butterfly garden? Ernest asked. Yes, we got to see some beautiful butterflies, said Barry. Could you hear them breaking out of their cocoons? Ernest asked. 
Well, Madam Walker could, but I was only able to hear them when she pointed it out, said Barry. You know, Barry, if you're a good listener, you can hear just about anything. With a little practice, you can start really hearing what people are saying. This is simple, but is one of the hardest things to do. You can learn it by being completely present wherever you are. No distractions from gadgets or a wandering mind. Completely present, said Ernest. I understand. We're too distracted with the worldly things to actually notice the people around us, Barry said. Yes, it takes time to learn. Just remember, when you are interacting with customers, really listen and hear what they are saying. Only then will customers find you to be a very respectable person. Again, this works not only with customers, but also with your personal relationships. Learn this and your life will be enhanced tenfold. It's a skill, once learned, will be with you always, Ernest finished. I'm truly ashamed. I never gave any thought of paying complete attention to my customers, said Barry. It's all right, Barry. We are, after all, mere human beings. So put down that phone or gadget and listen to what is being said, said Ernest. Genius, I say, genius, said Madam Walker with a big old laugh. No phones, no gadgets, no wandering mind. Just focused on the customer in that moment. Got it, Barry said. Good, good. So you're taking it all in, Madam Walker asked. Yes, I am. I feel like an entirely new person with a whole new outlook on life. It's been exhilarating, honestly. I feel so refreshed, said Barry. That's wonderful. Are you ready to learn the E in simple, Madam Walker asked. Yes, let's find out, said Barry. Turning to Ernest, he shook his hand and said, Thank you, Ernest. It was great meeting you. I always enjoyed reading your poems and books. I appreciate you giving me this lesson. Madam Walker and Barry waved goodbye to Ernest and walked back to their bike in sync. They got on it and both said, Wee! Here we go. Proverbs 1.5 Let the wise hear and increase in learning, and the one who understands obtain guidance. Chapter 7 E in Simple by Andrew Carnegie There's little success when there is little laughter. Andrew Carnegie Oh, Barry, I'm having so much fun on our bike ride. How about you? Madam Walker asked. I'm having the time of my life, said Barry. Are you ready to meet one more mentor and learn what the E is? Madam Walker said. Yes, I am. Let's do it, said Barry. Okay, just around the bend there is a train station. That's where you will meet your last mentor and learn what the E stands for in simple. We're almost there, said Madam Walker. They started going around the bend and Barry yelled out, There it is! There it is! You are really enjoying yourself, aren't you? Madam Walker asked. This has been so much fun! Who would possibly think learning could be so much fun? I am having so much fun! Barry said loudly. They got off their bike one last time and leaned up against the railing at the train station. They walked up to the tracks where there was a big, shiny black steam engine. Madam Walker walked up to a man who was tinkering with a valve. Hello, Andrew. We finally made it. You may be our last stop, but it's an important stop. This is our student, Barry, said Madam Walker. Well, hello there, Barry. I am Andrew Carnegie. I bet you are tired after a full day of learning. Have you been enjoying yourself? Andrew asked. Hi, Andrew. I'm not tired at all. In fact, I'm exhilarated after meeting so many wonderful customer service heroes. Now, meeting you is the icing on the cake. I've learned so much. I can't wait to hear what I'm going to learn from you, said Barry. You finally made it to this point. I want to congratulate you. Learning all of this in one day can be challenging. You have learned to smile, 
how important knowledge is. The importance of keeping promises, being kind to everyone, no matter what, and being able to really hear and comprehend what people are saying to you. All of those are very important. But something else that's just as important is to enjoy doing what you do. If you don't, all the other letters in simple won't matter. You can only give amazing customer service if you enjoy what you do. If you enjoy what you do, you will live a life filled with a lot of joy. Every life deserves joy. So E is for enjoy, said Andrew. E for enjoy. Wow, I see why that's important. You have to enjoy what you are doing to give customers what they need and desire. Now I really understand the simple approach to customer service, said Barry. After thinking for a minute, Barry asked, But what if you don't like your job? Barry, some people think the grass is greener on the other side. But guess what? It isn't. Everyone deals with the same problems wherever they go. You should be truthful to yourself and understand what your interests are. However, you will have to ultimately decide to enjoy life. The simple approach to life gives you the roadmap to happiness. After you've been diligently working on them for a little while, you will see how much joy it will bring into your life and into your organization. I know, I'm getting a little long-winded explaining the letter E, but it's really the key to making it all work together, said Andrew. I wish I could have enjoyed my life more, said Barry. All isn't lost, Barry, said Madam Walker. You see, you still have to live in heaven, and believe me, you have all eternity to live simple. We all live the simple life in heaven. That's why it's so happy up here, said Madam Walker. That's true, Barry. So always remember to enjoy what you are doing. If you are not, find the joy in whatever it is that you are doing. I promise you, joy is everywhere. You just have to find it, said Andrew. I've got to go. I have a schedule to keep. But remember to live simple, Barry, said Andrew. Andrew smiled and waved goodbye as he went his way. All aboard! Toot toot, and off went Andrew down the tracks. Madam Walker and Barry watched until they could no longer see the engine on the tracks. Barry looked over to where the engine was and saw the golden gates. Well, Barry, this ends our journey. You've done good, said Madam Walker. Barry, are you ready to see heaven and start living a simple life? Madam Walker asked. Yes, I can't wait. Thank you for a great day. I feel like a new person. I've learned so much, said Barry. Well then, just one more thing before you go, said Madam Walker. Ecclesiastes 2.24 There is nothing better for a person than that he should eat and drink and find enjoyment in his toil. This also, I saw, is from the hand of God. Chapter 8. Barry Lives Simple The world can be complicated. I've chosen to live simple, even in the most complicated situations. Barry Barry, you have learned so much, said Madam Walker. You have learned to smile. You've learned the importance of information. You've learned to make promises you can keep. You've learned the people first principle. You certainly know how to listen now and how to enjoy yourself. I hereby declare you a simple certified hero. Congratulations, Barry. Thank you. Barry said. I have a gift for you, Barry. It's your very own two-seater bicycle. Now you can sit in the driver's seat and lead the way to simple customer service, Madam Walker said. Barry was very grateful that he had gotten the chance to learn from the best of the best. Smiling from ear to ear, Barry stood there admiring his bicycle. Now go on, ride down that hill to those golden gates. You are now a certified simple hero, said Madam Walker. Barry hugged Madam Walker goodbye and got on his bike. 
Here I go. Whee!' said Barry. Barry was pedaling really fast down the hill. He was getting faster and faster. All of a sudden, he sat up in bed with a big smile on his face. It had all been a dream. Barry was excited to still be alive. He couldn't wait to share with the world how to live simple. 1 Corinthians 16.14 Let all that you do be done in love.